Welcome in, welcome in. New video this week. It is Friday. We are here to talk the Saturday three-game slate. I love when we get late season, we have these three-game slates. So an extra video this week to talk about the Vikings-Bengals, Colts-Steelers, and Broncos-Lions. This will be a similar format to the videos I do earlier in the week. So if you're watching this extra video, drop a like on the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, let me know in the comments uh, what you think of this three-game slate. I think that it's important to remember just grand scheme. Weird things can happen late in the NFL season. Last night's Thursday night football game is a good example of that. A lot of people thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. The Las Vegas Raiders scored over 60 points by themselves. Weird things can happen late in the season. We saw this last year on these smaller slates. Um, there was an example, I think last year on one of these smaller slates, it was uh, the Vikings. They played a horrible Colts team, and they got down like 30 points in the first half, and they came all the way back and they won. Kirk Cousins had like 500 yards, four touchdowns, like something crazy. Um, I'm sure some of you guys remember that game, but that's the type of stuff that can happen on these late season slates. So I think it's even more so important to just avoid groupthink on these slates. Think for yourself and, you know, don't just play what everyone else is playing. Try and be a little bit different on these three game slates. With that being said, if you are interested in signing up for premium DFS slash pricing, if you want DFS access bet slash pricing, if you want betting access, I gave out three picks yesterday for the Thursday night football game, one of which was on Twitter. Alex Erickson, uh, Alex Erickson, 17 to one, anytime touchdown that hit. Jacoby Myers, plus 350, anytime touchdown that hit. And Zamir White, plus 150, anytime touchdown that hit as well. So it was a good night for us in premium. And uh, let's dive in. So like I said, three games here, three Three okay games. Denver and Detroit has a 47 and a half total, which is five points higher than the Colts. Steelers at 42 and a half. Vikings, Bengals is at 40 and a half. So I think you're going to see a lot of ownership settle on that Lions Broncos game because it is the highest total by five points. At quarterback, Jared Goff and Russell Wilson are the most expensive options, which is no shocker given that that is the best game on the slate. We also have uh, Jake Browning there at 57, Minshew at 55. Pickett uh, is not going to be playing, so we have Trubisky down there at 53, and then Nick Mullins making the start for the Vikings at 5K. So my thoughts on this quarterback pool, obviously I think any of these guys are, are in play. It kind of just depends what you're doing with your personal lineup. I like Nick Mullins at 5K. Nick Mullins is a capable NFL starter. We've seen him have decent games before. You can attack Cincinnati in the secondary with quarterbacks. Um, you know, people wanted to play Minshew last week. They're giving up around 20 DraftKings points per game to opposing quarterbacks. So I like Nick Mullins here at 5K. think you can certainly build with him. And at least upon my early look at ownership for tomorrow, the uh, Nick Mullins had the lowest projected ownership of pretty much any of the quarterbacks going. Only Trubisky had lower ownership projection than Nick Mullins. So 
I think Nick Mullins is is an interesting play here. I'll probably be playing this like a Thanksgiving Day slate since it is three games in three different time slots like a Thanksgiving slate. So I'll probably play two to three lineups here, and uh, I certainly will have a Nick Mullins lineup of my three. Other than him, I mean, Goff is is typically better at home. This has been a thing for for years. You can look just at his game log this this year. 14 on the road, 26 at home, 19 at home, 12 on the road, 27 at home, 25 on the road, but that is the Buccaneers, which are an anomaly right now for targeting quarterbacks against them. Uh, Baltimore on the road, 10. Vegas at home, 13. 24 on the road, uh, but that is a dome in the in LA. Chicago, 16. 24 at home. And then a 16 and an 8 on the road. So I don't know. Typically, he's better at home. I think he's okay, but he is the most expensive quarterback on the slate. Russell Wilson's been playing good real life football, consistent fantasy football, but just not great. I mean, we, we don't really see a ceiling from him. He has 130 this year, and it was against Washington, which is tough to count just given, you know, what we know about. Washington secondary so I don't know like I'm not super interested honestly in the two quarterbacks from this game despite it being the highest total if I were to play one it would probably be Jared Goff but upon first look for me at this slate I don't love the two expensive quarterbacks Jake Browning has been great 29 and 24 we played him last week you guys know but uh, Minnesota's been very very good defensively over the last few weeks, Brian Floor has has been in his bag. I mean, the Raiders just scored 60 points against the Chargers. The Vikings held them to zero points. Like, the Vikings' defense has been no joke. So this could be a time for me to cash my chips in on Jake Browning, especially if it's a three-game slate and he's going to be, you know, decently owned. Which only leaves us Nick Mullins, Gardner Minshew, and Mitch Trubisky. Minshew, I think, is fine every slate he can give you a little bit running like he's had a couple games with some rushing touchdowns but uh mainly they've been willing to let to to have him throw a little bit he's he's significantly cheaper than the guys above which is why i think he's interesting you know i mean he's a thousand dollars less than than jared goff mitch trubisky i mean he's coming off a 20 DraftKings point game we've loved to attack indy with quarterbacks recently uh, for the mo- majority of the season, they play kind of fast. They've gotten beat by outside corners. The secondary isn't very good. And, I mean, he's 5,300. Like, if you told me he got 20 DraftKings points, I would be happy with that at 5,300. Like, that could outscore Browning, Minshew, Russell Wilson, Goff. Like, 20 DraftKings points could be the highest scoring quarterback on this slate. So, I kind of like these cheaper quarterbacks on this slate, Trubisky and Mullins. I don't think anyone's going to play Mitch Trubisky, which, like I said, avoid groupthink on a small slate. Uh, that makes him even more interesting to me. So, yeah, I kind of like the cheaper quarterbacks here. Running back, no Jonathan Taylor again, and no Alexander Madison. So we have two backup running backs that are going to be very, very chalky. Zach Moss, I think, will be the highest owned player on the slate. He hasn't done anything recently, but the role continues to be extremely good. He's gotten so unlucky when it comes to touchdowns. I mean, he has like he has like six or seven carries inside the five, inside the eight yard line the last few weeks. Hasn't converted any of them somehow. Um, yeah. So I, I think Zach Moss can be super, super high owned again. 
And then you have Ty Chandler coming in here for Madison. He is a capable running back. He can catch passes as well. 5,300, too cheap. I like Ty Chandler's the best play on the slate, I think, for sure. At that price. At the top, Gibbs, Mixon, Montgomery. I think Gibbs is going to be pretty chalky here. People love to play Jameer Gibbs. Uh, his game log looks pretty good. Joe Mixon looks good on the game log too. So I, I, and people always kind of flock to Joe Mixon as well. So I could see those guys getting some ownership, especially with no quarterbacks being super expensive on the slate. Montgomery, similar to Thanksgiving Day. I like Montgomery as a pivot off of Gibbs in tournaments. Not saying I don't like Gibbs. I think you could play Gibbs and Montgomery together. I did that on a Thanksgiving Day lineup. I think that's fine. But uh, I think Montgomery's a, a fine pivot off of Gibbs. He can steal touchdowns. I mean, you look, he had a streak of four weeks in a row here, 10 through 14 of him scoring a touchdown. So I think David Montgomery's fine. Gibbs is fine. Uh, Mixon, fine as well. In terms of like lower owned guys, I, I don't think anyone, I think ownership will be pretty spread on this slate. I do like Jalen Warren if he's going to go under the radar, which early ownership projections appear so. He has three straight pretty bad games here in the game log, but we know what Jalen Warren's capable of. If he gets hot and they start riding him, he could break the slate at 5,200. And the same can be said for Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris is fine. Um, I think probably I would rather play Warren than Harris at the same price, but both of those guys could score two touchdowns and could be the guy that you need on this slate. So if they're going to be significantly lower owned than all these guys up here, I'm fine looking at the Steelers running backs. But overall for me, Love Ty Chandler at 53. Either of the Detroit guys I think are great plays. Zach Moss I think is going to be pretty high owned. Chase Brown, I, I wonder what people are going to do with this. He has seen a role increase. I mean, we can't expect him to catch a 70-yard touchdown again. But uh, he's had nine and eight carries the last two games, which is the same amount, you know, almost as Jalen Warren, nine and seven. And he's 4,800. They've been willing to like bring him in and throw him the ball. So Chase Brown, if you're playing larger field stuff, maybe could be worth a look for a dart play receiver. There's some good receivers on this slate. Uh, Jefferson, St. Brown, Chase, Pittman, Sutton, all top here. Pretty, pretty good plays. Jefferson, I, I think he'll be good to go here and play in this game. If for some reason Justin Jefferson does not play in this game, then we can really start looking at these. You know, Nick Mullins with Addison, stuff like that. But uh, for now, I'm going to assume that he's in. St. Brown, I think, will be probably the highest owned play here just because of the total on the game. I guess Chase, between Chase and St. Brown for, for highest owned guys. Uh, both are fine plays. Sutton is fine. Pittman, uh, all these guys are fine, but nothing really sticks out as like, I really want to play it. George Pickens, to me, is just way too cheap here against a team that we love to target outside receivers against. They struggle with deep balls, like which they like to throw. So Pickens at 4,800 really sticks out to me here. So I could see myself playing some like Trubisky with George Pickens. Like I could really see that. Ty Chandler at running back, you know, you can put in, you know, say Gibbs at running back too. So this is like maybe something I would start doing with my teams here. Or you could sub in Nick Mullins for uh, for Trubisky if 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 you want. 
Josh Downs let me down big time last week. Uh, I don't know, man. They just don't seem to throw him the ball anymore for, for a while there. Like they were peppering him with targets, but the last few weeks hasn't been the case. If people are going to jump off, I think you could consider him again in a run back for a Pittsburgh stack. If you want to fade Pittman, go with Downs. I think you could do that, but I don't know. He's really let me down the few weeks. He, he's on my list of just, I don't know if I, if I trust him right now. So overall receiver, all these expensive guys are great plays. It just comes down to who you're stacking and how you're constructing your team. I think Pickens really sticks out at 4,800 for me personally. I don't see anyone super cheap. So Pickens is probably the cheapest that I'm going to go here. Unless you want to use uh, Jamison. Where's Jamison Williams at? I'm missing this. Jamison Williams at 3,400. That's the cheap guy I would consider. Super low floor, but uh, he can provide you with a touchdown. So 3400 that's probably the cheapest I'd go for a tournament. But really, it's Pickett. Pickens and Deontay both stick out to me. At the top, probably St. Brown. But it's tough to fade Justin Jefferson. I think I prefer Hawkinson to Jefferson, which we can segue that to tight end. TJ Hawkinson, 5800 uh, really consistent role. Nick Mullins, uh, when he was on San Francisco, was really, really good with George Kittle. So I think TJ Hawkinson here at 5800 is going to be like a core play for me. I want to put him in my lineups. Uh, Laporte is a great play. Fryermuth is fine against Indy as well. Like there's actually some, for it being a small slate, there's some good tight end plays on this slate, which is good. Uh, if you're looking to punt, Hudson probably would be my pick. But uh, I, for me personally, I want to make Hawkinson a core play for me on this slate. Core plays I'm going to put in the lineup build here. So these are guys that I really want to build around. Ty Chandler at running back, George Pickens at receiver, TJ Hawkinson at tight end. Um, those are like my three favorite plays on the slate, and I will be building my lineups around them. In terms of defense, I mean, yeah, any any defense is fine. Just put whichever one fits your lineup overall. Uh, I also said I would give some betting picks out on this slate or on this uh, video. So for me, I, I haven't looked at the props yet. So you guys can, can check that out in the discord. If you're in there, any prop picks I have for tomorrow for touchdown picks though. Uh, I do think George Pickens will score a touchdown on the slate and you can get him at decent odds. So I like Pickens touchdown, uh, love TJ Hawkinson touchdown and at running back. David Montgomery is, uh, Always a good touchdown bet for me. So those are my three TD picks for this slate. Thank you guys for watching. If you made it to the video, drop a like. Let me know in the comments who your favorite play on this three-game slate is. Good luck, and I'll see you guys on Sunday.